Hey guys, it's Chris here with our 39th episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. We have had such a slew of amazing talent in our past 38 episodes that I thought it would be appropriate to do a mashup of some of the best content related to facing adversity. This is an overarching theme of the podcast and how to deal with rejection and how to motivate yourself to move forward during those tough times. I hope you guys find it as inspiring as I did. I even found myself tearing up during the editing process. So go ahead and let me know what you think, and I hope you guys enjoy. So in your opinion, what, why, why does rejection hurt so much? Well, because in so, in so many words, it's to say you suck. To hear that you, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and I think that's how it's often interpreted and internalized. And something I think about rejection is that I think it's very humanistic. We all experience rejection throughout our lifetime at some point. Some people more than others. And I think especially in this line of work or when you're job seeking, there is a lot of rejection. But I take a look at it in the way of how I would look at exposure therapy. The more you expose yourself to something that's scary or fearful, you know, let's say an elevator, let's say I'm afraid of elevators, the more I go up and down that elevator, the less likely I am to become afraid of it. And so I think there's a lot of irrational fear around rejection. With rejection, everybody goes through it. Even some of the most great people in history, even the most amazing people in history have gone through rejection. So whatever you're feeling, if you're really afraid of rejection, trust me, so is the CEO. Everybody is. Everybody is. Like we all are. Nobody wants rejection. Nobody feels good about being rejected. So the more you can be like, okay, the rejection, the rejection, the rejection, the rejection. I don't like it. I hate it. It really hurts. I'd rather I wasn't dealing with it. But okay. I'm preparing myself in my mind and in my heart to deal with that. And then you can, and then you're more likely to be able to go, okay, all right. I know what the war is going to look like. I'm still going to step into it. For a lot of us, you know, we think that, you know, when we're getting turned down for jobs, that means we're inadequate. By looking through examples of past people in history who have had that success and who have been great, I think we can realize that we have the same potential in us to be great. When it comes to transition, like it's, it's so important for people to really have a sense of patience with their own process and a sense of appreciation for where they are in their lives and a sense of curiosity of what might be opening up, what possibilities can open up. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, there was this dream that I've always had and now I can go right. and pursue it. It doesn't have to be that. It can just be, oh gosh, I want to... I don't know, there's something about this area of technology that interests me. Or I just want to get up and I want to do yoga every morning. Like wherever the impulses are, you know, you follow the impulses, you follow where the energy is in your life. And then ultimately it'll lead you somewhere. Basically the editor advised her to get a day job and said that she would never make any money in children's books. Freaking JK Rowling. So the, so the part of the, the, the third pillar, which is this mindset readiness, is going, I'm going to be rejected and it's going to suck. But so is everybody else in this dance and I'm not going to let it get me down because the thing that's standing between me and what I really want is maybe this rejection thing. And I can't let that win. I can't afford to let that win anymore. 
Another amazing quote from Michael Jordan, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost more than 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. that was asked was what was the lowest point of your job search and I think that this is something that a lot of people need to hear um, especially um, to encourage people who have been in um, certain dry spells and just really having trouble. Hi yeah I would like to preface by saying that if this wasn't going to be heard by other people in a similar position I would never tell the story. This was like dark. Um, (laughs) I was out networking and I'm looking for a position in let's just say technology because I don't want to out anyone of this story. Um, So I was at an event and I happened to get in for free and I was super new in town. So I was excited to go out and meet people and I just graduated college. So it was my turn to be a part of the community, get involved and really put myself out there. I was really nervous and so I go in and there's some just casual introductions going on and um, the person leading the event started asking everyone what they do. Typical. Um, And then it kind of was getting more and more serious, like a really intense energy. And then when he asked me what I did, I answered and kind of everyone was doing a little elevator pitch. So I just did my best. (laughs) And um, he just kind of stopped. And he was like, let me tell you something. You know, I used to be in a very similar position myself, um, but I had a lot more skills. And uh, I used to go through resumes for people who were applying for your position. And if I ever saw your resume, I would throw it in the trash. You said that in front of all the other people? In front of everyone. What? I had never been in a situation like that. Yeah. And I was like... Who was this guy? Like, I, that's the thing. I was like, okay. I had no idea what to do. And because the, like, the attitude had gotten so serious, yeah. I like, didn't laugh or anything. I was just like, oh, man, like, this yeah. is bad. Yeah. And so I just like, kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be real, because if anyone else hears this, I would like them to know that like, things happen and you can get through it. I was like, trying to hide. The, it was just like, yeah. I was like, starting to cry, legit. I was like okay, this got really serious. I'm going to go to the restroom and like powder my nose. Um, so uh, I ended up just leaving the event. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why that got so crazy and yeah. so harsh. And okay, that's fine, but just don't tell me, you know? Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry that that happened to you. And that really, that's awful of that person. But the fact that you did come back from that and like you're fine now and everything is working out, I think is a testament to other people who have gone through similar um, situation, you know, whether, I mean, it may not be like public embarrassment or just calling you out like that, but um, if other people are just saying, like, I don't think you're the right person for the job, um, and being able to come back from that, I think is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of the time, like, your confidence to want to move on in your job search or grow your business or in making connections is like dependent on like how you feel. Um, and so I think the fact that you're able to bounce back from that and continue not to let that affect you, I think is just, that's truly amazing. So, and you're here today at the Bouncing Gears event too. And we're all Keep trying. So, but I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing. And maybe this can be something that you can use within your intrapsychic processes to to know that you're not in danger. I think sometimes, you know, when we, when we associate 
fear with something, we we think, oh my gosh, we're in danger. Like you said, like crawling up and dying in the corner because <laughs> you know not enough people are going to come talk to us at the networking event. And the yeah. fact of the matter is, is that you're not in danger. Sure. You know, nobody. You know, we're at a networking event, or you're talking to somebody about what it is that you're capable of doing for their business. Yeah. Your readiness to befriend rejection is part of your mindset readiness. Okay. Your willingness to tolerate days where there are, and maybe a week or two or three, where there is absolutely you can't see any progress. You know, oh, yeah. like those dead zones. They're the worst. That's where people get really demoralized and you can't allow it to happen because it's, yeah. like it's part of the game. Well, how about Oprah Winfrey, who was fired from her first television job? How about Walt Disney, who was fired by a newspaper editor because he thought that he lacked imagination and had no good ideas? Remember, this is Disney. How about Steven Spielberg, who was rejected by the University of Southern California School of Cinematic Arts several times? And who could forget young Henry Ford, who ended up embarrassing himself with a few failed automotive businesses? So sometimes, you know, you're in the middle of this change and you also feel the most alone because you don't want to talk to the people that you've known before. Mm-hmm. But lone wolfing is, is not helpful. We know that, I mean, there's been a bunch of studies done on this and what it does to us emotionally and in our brains, you know, what positive trustworthy connections with other human beings how people who have that are more resilient they're less likely to suffer from stress and you know depression and all those other insomnia things like that so you've got to you know you really want to get yourself out and get yourself connected let's say you are kind of in the middle of like your 40th kind of rejection like what are there some good things that I guess you should say to yourself or like things to interrupt your thought patterns to kind of um, avoid thinking that you are not worthy so to speak as a as a job seeker so as far as thought patterns and breaking those kinds of thought patterns you know I think it's important to tell yourself that this is temporary and that's the thing about despair is that it is temporary this won't last forever right it is important to give yourself compassion, to be kind to yourself. You know, just just know that if you, if, you know, it might not be the 41st one, but it might be the 42nd one, I guess would be my yeah. point. You yeah. know, and that despair is temporary. Yeah. It doesn't last forever. They don't know the full you. How, how can they possibly know the full you? You just, you sent out a resume. It was a one, one page document. They're telling themselves. So here's what happens is we, we say, I don't have time. But what we mean is, I don't, I feel too fragile for this. I don't know if I can handle what it's going to take. I don't have the money. But actually what you're saying is, I don't believe that I can do it. I don't even know if I believe it can get any better. You know, like we say these things, but... But there's, there's usually a deeper truth, you know, like the heart's going, move on, find somewhere else, go where you want to go. And then you've got to deal with all your baggage, right? All your, oh my gosh, yeah, what's going to happen to me if I actually do this? And then what if I fail? Or even worse, what if I succeed? Oh my goodness. And it's so, it's so across the board. I mean, we're all dealing with some version of it and it doesn't matter how successful you get. It's not defined by what job you have. It's not defined by how many kids you have. It's not defined by how much money you have or or even how happy you are. Gosh, 
when it comes down to it, your core identity is defined by your heart and all your deepest and most core values that you hold as a person. So these, these things have nothing to do with, with what job you got or, you know, whether or not you are happily married or, you know, whether you have a bunch of money or any money at all. Like these things are not at all defined by what your heart is and what your values are as a person. When it comes down to it, that is your, that is your core identity. Like those are the things that define exactly who you are, like how, how compassionate of a person you are, you know, how honest you are, how hardworking you are, what good you desire to do for the world, all these other things. So I encourage people, and those, those are exactly things that people can't take away from you, right? Like people, like they, you could end up working a job and all of a sudden somebody could tell you that you're the worst in the world and take the job away, but they can't take away your actual values. And I'm trying really hard not to get so, I don't know, like lovey-dovey, um, <laughs> new agey, like, I don't know, whatever, but, but like, this is the truth. This is, this is exactly who we are as a person that are not these material things that a lot of us are really resting so much of our egos on, like our jobs and our financial success and things like that. I mean, it took me 30 years to come to Africa. We get caught up in these ideas of who we should be and the job yeah. we should have and how we need to look to friends and family or the world or society at large instead of just honoring like who we are in our own hearts. But when it comes down to it, if I ended up completely failing as a business owner, I think knowing deep down on the inside that God created me to be somebody who ended up helping people and to do my very best to actually help those people, it's going to pay me back. And even if it doesn't pay me back financially, everything will work out. All right. Thanks guys for tuning into our 39th episode. Wow. Just such amazing content. And to be able to listen to some of the words of wisdom of people who have been through it all and, um, the people who are true experts in their field. And I'm truly honored to have had them come on this podcast. Any of this stuff resonated with you, I highly recommend checking out those full episodes. So we're looking at number two, number 13, number 14, number 15, and number 35. So these were the episodes that were featured in this mashup here. And especially if you really like the personalities of some of the people that came on and spoke, I think you'll really like the entire episodes in their full form. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Career Warrior Podcast. So grateful to have all of you guys on here. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Thanks for being true warriors, and I will see you next week.